0: Christmas in July rolls on with tippy tap number 43. Don't be confused, people. We're in the bizarro world this month. I'm taking Griff's role. He's taking my role. That's right. (laughs) You should be slurping on a drink or something. Yeah, right. right. No, don't slurp on mine.
1: (laughs) I did reach for yours. (laughs) Uh,
0: Any peaches?
1: Yeah, I got my peaches. I got my peaches right up. So,
0: it's off to a great start. You've you've enjoyed the uh, Corey Dean Anderson episode of uh, Forced to Kill. Forced to Kill. If you listen, that joke is hilarious.
1: That was a good joke. We threw a lot of names in there. He's got a very forgettable face, very forgettable movie, very forgettable action choreography. Very
0: memorable episode, though. How does that work
1: out? It's something about the way we do things. Yeah, makes it's it called
0: work. genius.
1: Genius. Very stable geniuses. I'm still calling
0: for the uh, Golden Globus cut of Darkman. I'm waiting for release that.
1: Release that. Release the vote. I mean, the the Darkman episode. Right, not the Kraken. Yeah, don't release the Kraken. Put keep her the, back in the keep, jar.
0: How do you know the Kraken's a girl?
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about Sidney Powell. No.
0: Okay. I was not. I was talking about the Kraken.
1: I think the Kraken is a woman, though.
0: No, I'm no, no, you know what? You've never seen Clash of Titans because they gave... Well, I, I, I don't know. The Kraken could have been a lesbian because, I mean, the lesbians came from Greek Island of Lesbos. You might be on to something. But they, no, we're on MacGyver. MacGyver, Griff. Um, was this our first... I can't tell. I can't remember if our first tap was MacGyver or Walker.
1: Yeah, we've been going over this uh We could just look, but no, we're not going to do that. We would never look. Mattingly, That's a,
0: Get into that.
1: Get back to us before this episode's over in 9 days.
0: Like, well, like everybody knows it's Griffmas in July. You you formatted this month, Griff. Why did you pick this episode of MacGyver?
1: Murray, let Can I Can I take you back? Um, yeah. Okay. There's baby boy Griff, ripe age of, I think, 13. You identified baby as a
0: boy even back as a baby? You, weren't, you still weren't confused?
1: As far as I knew. Did, you, did
0: your father push that gender onto you?
1: Uh, no. Okay. You I chose.
0: You said as a baby, you said, I choose to be a man child.
1: Well, as you know, I've shown you... And the, you've been
0: a man child your whole life.
1: I, I showed you the picture of me at seven seven years of age. When I saw John claude Van Damme, I said, I'm that. I'm identifying as that. And that's when I got the hoop earring. Yeah. And so I didn't realize, man or man boy, I didn't realize what I was. I just mm-hmm. knew I was Jean-Claude Van Damme. And it just turned out he was a man. And it turned out I grew up mm-hmm. with that tackle box. So... Okay. I uh, understood myself to be a man early on. Well, Mangiver, Mangyver. So there I was, sweet baby boy Griff, 13, 14 years old, and I had to go in and get braces. And I was the third in line really? to get braces. What did your teeth look like before? You don't want to know, brother.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> all over the place.
0: Looked like inside of a cave.
1: Inside of a cave. And then Stalactites,
0: stalagmites, stalagmites, all over the place. All over your the place. Your bat's coming out of his mouth, people.
1: Ah oh, man. Toss a scallop, scallop, and scramble. Oh, my God. <laughs> this Couldn't episode, even say this toss, th- you can't
0: even this say day. toss a teeth still fucked.
1: This day, this day is too much this for will,
0: us. A, this has been an awful,
1: awful, awful week. week. Yeah. This is coming out a few weeks later, but still, awful yeah, fucking week. Yeah. Not happening for us. So no. we're going to bite biting down the hatches and get through this biting shit. Biting
0: down the hatches. Isn't
1: that what they say?
0: <laughs> Not at all. Okay.
1: Hoisting down the hatches? bite the bullet, and you batten down the hatches. Batten down the hatches. Okay. Murray, I had to go in and get the braces. And at the time, I just so happened to fall in love with MacGyver. And the first season of MacGyver happened to come out on DVD. So when my older brother and younger sister had done their braces, they both got... A gift. And so my mom said, you can have anything you want. And I said, I So want...
0: the, the Hageman family has awful teeth, you are you telling me? So you all need they braces. Did, we
1: did, but now we all have beautiful teeth. Well, some do. I have thousands of dollars invested in my teeth. Mostly need, because I fucked them up. You need to get your money back. But yeah. anyway, MacGyver. So I said, I don't want a video game. I don't want a fancy dinner. I want the first season of MacGyver on DVD. And I got who that. wanted
0: a fancy dinner. I don't know.
1: I'm just saying that's what I, that's oh. where my mind went. Immediately oh. I was like, take me to Best Buy, take me to Media Play, Media take me Play. to uh, what's that other one that one, Circuit or, City. Took me to Circuit City. They sucked. Yeah, they did. Oh. I used to work for them, kind oh. of. Oh. Um, and I'm getting that first season of MacGyver. And I went home, and I was in agony, but I was loving my MacGyver. And this episode, I literally, my friends, I live so close to the high school. Have you gotten your wisdom teeth taken out? No, they're not mm. coming out in that way. Where, yeah. You know. okay. So, uh, I actually would bring people over to my house to watch this episode. We watched specifically. I just really enjoy this episode. Is it? Is it awful? Am I wrong? Is this my nostalgia fog? I wouldn't call it awful. Am I having MacGyver fog?
0: You might be in the. I'm a little the, bit. The MacGyver fog. Uh, it wasn't awful. Yeah, but it wasn't. There's was nothing stand out. I mean, there's a lot of familiar. If you are a Golden Globus Theater fan, there's a lot of familiar faces in this episode. A lot yeah. of people popped up in episodes we've done previously. Right. But it didn't. I don't know. It's just it, to me. This. I don't. I. This is the second MacGyver episode I've ever seen. The first being the Bigfoot episode. Yeah. So it's. It just felt kind of there
1: did this and, one feel more clever to you because yeah the big i mean he, did, lean, he
0: leaned more into the whole premise of him making G-
1: what was there a, a pattern
0: to it like did he have to do at least three things every episode of I, him inventing shit
1: i'd have to go back and rewatch it because i don't think there ever was it seemed like the idea of macgyver he had to do at least once every episode right yeah once once for sure But I don't think there was any criteria. I I, I don't think they did that many – like in this episode, he does at least two different things, but he's always devising plans, and that's what it's supposed to be. Even though his depiction, like in MacGruber and everything, is that he's always putting something together, and it's usually just thinking of clever ways to get out of problems. And that, that's... Using his brain
0: instead of his brawn.
1: Exactly, because he's not very physically fit, and no. he's always covering it up, Segal style. He's got the overbearing jacket, and then he's got, you know, a long sleeve shirt. Always wearing pants. Like I don't think I've ever seen uh, MacGyver in shorts.
0: Never seen his calves. I've never
1: seen his calves. How about his ankles? Never. Not even in Star. Wait, wait. What's that? Stargate. Not even in Stargate did mm-hmm. I see Henry that's, Dean that's, Eubanks. That's,
0: sus- that's suspect. Yeah, you can tell a lot about a man from his ankles. That's true. I uh, see right now.
1: Come on, let's not talk about that. It's yeah. supposed to be Christmas in July. Yeah. Well, you're wearing sandals. Oh, I don't. I just want to throw you off your game because <laughs> you keep throwing me off my game. It worked. But I'm I'm glad I'm glad this episode at least had a little bit more cleverness. So you can see. Well, it was the
0: first season, so I think I bet the first season everyone had like five thousand, like you know. Then they blew their load. Like everyone's like. Who has to write for MacGyver? Is like fuck. I, I got. I just got a gig at MacGyver. Now I got to come up with three fucking things he can do. He can make shit for him. And they were like, they didn't want to put all the pressure on everybody. So like, just yeah. come up with one.
1: Yeah, just come up with one, or don't even come up with anything.
0: Produced by Henry Winkler.
1: Yep, Henry Winkler, a big part oh, of man this man is so much talent. He really does. I, when you were jamming out to the theme song, you were doing the uh, air keyboard flubber, and everything. Yeah. I could just imagine can Winkler. I imagine Winkler in the studio, just loving it. You think he wrote it? No, I think he was there, standing over, massaging the man, writing it, and was like, "Oh, that's it. That is it." That sounds like a wink move. Yeah, exactly. I love the wink. Yeah. Gave up the fons to be no one of the twink, greatest EPs. Give me a wink. You ain't getting that twink. You're getting the wink. But yeah, uh, let's just get in this because we're gonna run out of gas here in a minute.
0: Yeah, we're gonna do that macgyver
1: every episode starts out this way there's some macgyver gives you a one two three sentence description of the thing he's going to do and why it's like uh why he's doing it and so in this episode he's looking for a fishing hole his dad showed him what happened to his dad let's not talk about it it's a
0: very lynchian fishing hole though because it
1: It, teleports from place to place exactly he was doing a lot wasn't it
0: the desert where's this fishing hole in the desert
1: that's exactly what I was thinking. They're in the middle of the fucking desert. They're in Hitcher world right now. Right. If you recognize Nielsen's flight school, it's because you saw it in the Hitcher. Right. That I also that. the
0: deleted yeah. scene where where uh, the 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 right the Hitcher the he, Hitcher he flew a plane. I remember yeah. that he hitched right on a plane. <laughs> that would be a great sequel. We just hitches rides on planes.
1: I like it. Uh, and, dude, god damn it, Walker Howard, why'd you have to die? And of course, MacGyver just again metaphors. Thanks, thanks to Murray, he sat down with the chalkboard after our beautiful Excalibur episode and explained uh, metaphors. I
0: explained pussy fog and then metaphors. Yeah, and that's great because Pussyfog is a metaphor.
1: Exactly, and th- uh, y- when uh, two, you told me that two with one exact, I was like, how can two things be the same thing, Murray? How? you're welcome you got out the nesting dolls and you show me how you can nest things under things you explain hierarchies to me you're the greatest teacher of all time I agree so MacGyver gets to these crossroads and he's like the funniest thing about my life did
0: he play guitar with Robert Johnson he did not Satan
1: no he did not he didn't have that kind of crossroads that's our
0: next movie Crossroads with Ralph Macchio
1: Crossroads, the Britney Spears movie?
0: No, Crossroads with Ralph Macchio, where they did, like, you know, the Robert Johnson, I think it was the blues guy, where he, they say he learned from, he sold his soul the devil, learn to yep. play. That's the premise of this, but it's Ralph Macchio. Oh, yeah, guy, when you think about blues, Ralph Macchio. Comes he just me. comes to my head. Ralph Michael Macchio.
1: Ralph Michael Macchio. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be sick of you <laughs> just trying to come up with names and extending people's names out forever. Well, yeah, it was, it, it's fucking hard.
0: It is really fucking yeah. hard. I don't know why it's so hard. It just <laughs> Well, is. I'm trying to come up with actors that have three names. Right.
1: I'm trying to think of just any names because I want to get over the speed bump <laughs> of thinking of it and like land the landing. But no, I top gun it every time and I fucking crash and burn yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways. So Matt comes to the crossroads. No biggie. I'm always coming to crossroads. I bring my knocks. So he's got one destination because, of course, there's like the wooden hand-painted sign there. Of course. Live, laugh, love. Town this way, two miles. Fishing hole this way, 4,000 miles away. So he's like, well, of course, I'm going to go to the town that's right there. You need to stack up. Yeah, he's got to get a frittata. You got to. You got to get the frittata. You got a frittata.
0: I hope we're getting that word right. We were, using, we're not.
1: It, we were using it so much. We're not. People are like, what are they talking about? I'm pretty sure a frittata is the open-faced taco. <laughs> I'm 99% sure that that's what it is. Right. But give me a breakfast taco. Well, you are
0: well, you guys already listened to it. You're still cracking up about that's it. Right. You're like, God, those guys are retarded. <sighs> so, yeah, so he's got a frittata. <laughs>
1: He, uh, he finds the Nielsen Flight School, of course, like we said, on Hitcher Road. It's,
0: it's, yeah, very reminiscent of the show Wings. There's the, a little diner there. Yep,
1: that too. And as he's walking up, there's just this evil-looking dude sneering at him.
0: I recognize this guy, and you should too if you're a Golden Globe Theater fan. He is the villain, the Dennis Miller of evil yep. from the classic show Shokuzuki movie, Rage of Honor.
1: Yep. And he's got cowboy boots with pant- jeans tucked into him. He's got, got the red bandana. Terrorist
0: scarf on his neck. He's
1: standing with – he's, like, got his hip against the side of a building, and he's hiding one arm, and he's sipping a beer, and he's just sneering over at MacGyver. He's mean-mugging him. Yeah, he's mean-mugging him. Come on. his Did you like his tone that he had? It was kind of kind of soft. Went, and, Look, babe. Yeah, it was very Dennis Miller, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, look,
0: babe. Sorry, I don't have any obscure reference. I would throw out a Dennis Miller obscure reference Well, he doesn't have any jokes,
1: and that's why he's a loser. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, So, yeah, look, babe. Why don't you go inside (laughs) and have yourself a frittata? (laughs) You probably don't even know about the tata.
0: Release the Kraken, babe, and get a frittata (laughs) for it.
1: So Mac is just, he kind of nods along, heads inside. And Mac can read a room. And he hears a man playing pinball, but he's not playing pinball with his heart. Was it a kiss pinball? It was not a kiss pinball. It so was some Gen-T kind was of... nowhere
0: to be seen. Yeah.
1: It was some kind of weird sci-fi pinball machine. But you know, like, when you walk into the the to uh, the Tommy movie, you know Tommy's so good because he plays with his heart. That's how he's so mean at it. But Mac is able to walk in, assess this man is playing um, pinball with his wrists. And that's not how you play. And he's like, mm-hmm. everything is off about this scene. And he sits down, hey, beautiful waitress, I will go ahead and respectfully ask you for a fr- free, free tata <laughs> your,
0: with the salsa. Free your tatas and cook me a frittata.
1: Yeah. And a coffee, please. We
0: recognize, once again, you recognize your G&G fan. We recognize Kelly, the character's name. It's Kay Len's. Who played the much younger love interest for Charles Bronson in the classic Death Wish for The Crackdown.
1: Which we've already done. Go look mm-hmm. it up. Yep. With Stuart. Right. Ah, Stuart. Hope he's doing well. And, uh, yeah, so he's walking it. How close was I to Sparrow Lake? Oh, it's right there. It's, like, right over that hill there. You, you almost got it. And, uh, you know, Mac, Mac sits down for his coffee. Cause he's yeah, because
0: like, the there's a guy, a mysterious guy, shifty-looking guy. He's like, the we're guy was, closed.
1: The guy was playing pinball.
0: He's like, we're closed yeah. for renovations. And he's like, well, can I just get But he notices that she's pouring some coffee from one of the goons. Yeah. She's like, well, can I have a cup of coffee? Let me get that
1: coffee. I love my coffee. Yeah, I got to have my co- I can't start my day without my coffee. I'll be
0: in a bad mood. And so she's like, yeah, you can have coffee. She pours him a nice hot cup of joe. Oh, it's so hot. Java. Yeah. She's trying
1: to work out some smoke signals with the steam coming off of it. Yeah, it's not she, working.
0: Yeah, she actually was one of the first people to do the thing with the foam. But
1: you, Oh, she, yeah, yeah, the milk. Yeah. yeah. It was a good milk pour she had there.
0: So he takes a nice big swig of that coffee, and he sees it says help on the inside in, in like, lipstick or something. Yeah. And he's
1: like, "Hmm, you need to clean these fucking mugs." And Terry, just sitting down, like two seats over, Terry, the guy that was playing pinball, pinball, yep. He starts calling over to the chef, "Hey, get this. Chef's name, Tennyson. Isn't that the perfect name for a line cook? Where, where's my frittata?"
0: And I'm like, "No, what is he talking about?"
1: Yeah, I, I didn't get this Tennyson either. Tennyson was a poet. Tennyson was a poet, and of course, the street of one legend. <laughs> yeah legendary street and uh that's when buddy from outside that buddy, was our yeah, great,
0: what a terrifying name terry buddy and elias the, yeah the evil and turk and turk yeah he comes in it's like let me have a little drink of that yeah. i like it is that, is that is that fresh roasted oh fresh ground it's like beautifully brewed uh, fold is this folgers is that a port- sanka folgers sanka Sanka decaf <laughs> Was this in the, did, this come out, did this come out with the orange handle? Because I can only drink decaf. <laughs> and then he looks. He goes, what? Oh, I see. We got a funny girl here. Yeah.
1: Hands the coffee over to Terry so Terry can look and see that. Yeah, sure enough. Got, got the help ring in there. So Terry throws the fucking mug. And MacGyver, always on point with a nice little tension breaker, he's like, yeah, you know, the coffee was a little strong. I'm a decaf guy, too. That clearly wasn't decaf. Because it makes me crazy. (laughs) That would have been good if I could find some of his movies. What's that guy's name again? I forget. Okay, cool. I miss him. So
0: Kelly explains, yeah, these guys came in two hours ago. I don't know what. They're holding us hostage.
1: Yeah. Get MacGyver to empty out his pockets. Of course, it's like a handkerchief, a paper clip, and uh, his uh, Swiss Army knife. And like a matchstick. Oh, yeah, and a match. And
0: that's everything he needs. He can make anything out of that. He's MacGyver. Exactly. That's where the phrase MacGyvering something comes from.
1: Right. So now he's being involved in the hostage situation here, and right. Bud starts showing his shoe colors. so he starts getting all fresh with uh, Kelly and, like, touching her face and everything. And right. she swats him away. Tennyson comes over to be like, hey, you better back up there, gentlemen. And then we have this guy that's gentleman, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. kindly sir, kindly sir, please back away from the lady. Stop sexually assaulting her. And then you have they keep cutting to this guy like chewing on a napkin, little Davey, just cowering in the corner. Know, who the
0: fuck was Dave? I don't even remember him. He was the pilot. You remember? Oh at the, at an yeah. yeah. And hey, if you listen to our last Tippy Tap, this guy was a member of the Satanic cult. That was trying to kill Cannon. That's
1: right. God, so many star faces. Started, Isn't that huh? crazy? So Tennyson or not t- yeah, Tenn- Tennyson tell you know tells him back the fuck up. And uh it's Dave. After Tennyson has already done all the hard work, Dave goes, Yeah, please stop. Please
0: Yeah, he's looking very scared. He's yeah. like a mechanic and he's shitting himself.
1: But Terry sees this opportunity to explain his plan in full detail. I'm just looking for a plane. I need to get to Mexico. We may or may not have hit up a bank. And stolen a lot of money. And we just want to go fishing in Mexico. That's all we want to do.
0: And then, while that's going on, Turk, played by another familiar face, Jackie Earl Haley. If you're a Bad News Bears fan, you remember him as Kelly Leak. Uh, is he a pitcher? I don't remember. I don't remember. Or he's Rorschach. If you're a guy who's really into queer and manga shit, you remember him as Mos Rorschach from Watchmen. Oh, Yeah. And he's looking pretty rat-faced. They arrive in a semi. And... Him and Elias, who would have been perfectly cast at Branscombe Richmond. Yeah, this should have been a Branscombe. He's probably doing a Renegade episode or something at
1: the yeah. time. Yeah, 94, definitely. Or at least working on the pilot. And they
0: open the semi. There's a car inside the semi. It's an armored truck. Yeah. So these guys had just – they didn't rob an armored truck. They fucking carjacked an armored truck. Yeah, they
1: just fucking loaded it up and brought it out to the middle of nowhere where they're going to finish robbing it, and then they're going to fly away. This is a perfect – Murray, I would almost go as far as to say this isn't the A team. This is the B team, and the B stands for bad boys. Bad boys. This is a bad boys team. They're perfect.
0: I think you're right. They're the biz- much like this is the Bizarro Dippy Tap. This is a Bizarro A team.
1: Yeah, I think so. So we do see that there's a li- almost like the A team. Two of the members kind of hate each other because mm. Turk and uh, Buddy start talking to each other, and you can tell there's friction there. He's like, "You're a mongoloid, and you you yeah. probably shot five people, and-, right. and you're a dwarf," and it's just like they just don't like each other. I mean, Turk is he, – he's on – he's definitely on Quaaludes or he's, uh, he's coked up or something. P2P. Quaaludes, I think, are downers. Okay. So he's on P2P. P2P. Because, like, Buddy's in the middle of insulting him, but he just can't get his insults over. It's like a Ron Garvin promo. He just steps right beside him, walks by because he sees that Kelly's there. And so he starts getting in there. He's doing his best. What was it, Bogart impression? Yes, he does a Humphrey Bogart.
0: According to the close caption, that's right. He does a great. That's the Bogart only reason I do that. Today, like, hey, sweetheart,
1: I'm gonna rape you. Hey. <laughs> Anybody yeah. got dibs on you? Because I'm calling it right now. All right. So now we're gonna get the armored vehicle. We're gonna back it out, and as they back it out, somebody, Kelly, maybe, points out. There's a man in there. Yeah, a guard. Yeah. And Buddy's like, ooh, that's too bad for him because I'm going to use this little bomb here and I'm going to blow off the door. Got and, the C4. Yeah. And someone points out, that'll kill him.
0: Guy does. He's just like, that'll burn up your money. Yeah. I don't want that. Let me do it. Let me take it. And as you can see, the gears, they actually have a cartoon where you can look into his brain. We see gears turning. And it's like, uh-oh, MacGyver's got a
1: plan. Plan right. number one
0: for this episode. Right.
1: Uh, how exactly do you plan to get through an armored van?
0: Thermite torch.
1: Excuse me. I'm looking around. I don't see any thermite torches, you, MacGyver.
0: You might not see it, but it's. I see it right there. And then we get a little voiceover where Mac- MacGyver tells us about how racing bikes are basically made Out of magnesium, which is...
1: Because they got to be light and strong, flexible, like magnesium.
0: And... (laughs) But if you mix that with a little bit of some fucking ferrous oxide, which, of course, we know is rust. Yes. And you light it with a fucking... You put it in a tube, a pipe, and light it in there like a
1: musket. You got a torch. You got a fucking thermite torch. Thermite. That's right. So... You know, everybody everybody had goggles suddenly, and they all donned their goggles. Right. And
0: Terry's quite impressed. He's like, What do you. What, you're amazing. What do you do for a living?
1: Oh, I get around. That's MacGyver. There's this cute little line there. I get around. So MacGyver, like,
0: just like. He just, like. Zzz, zzz, yeah, cuts, just cuts out the handle cuts, or whatever. Cuts the lock out. The uh, guard comes out, and Buddy immediately shoots him.
1: This is why I love this episode. I just. I love. I don't know. This is one of the reasons I love it. Buddy is. The guy so, was murdered. Buddy is so evil that he. The guy jumps out and he's like, "That was very good work, Mister MacGyver. You saved this man's life. I'm just going to rub this in your face. You thought you snatched defeat from the jaws of vic, uh, the <laughs> jaw, victory from the jaws of defeat. No, fuck you. I'm killing this human being now, right and, in front of and you. To rub it in, he's going to make Dave and Mac bury this guy. Yeah. And w- w- this is MacGyver. This is at least the original formula: is that he meets people who are troubled, and you get to hear their backstory. So we're gonna learn a little bit more he about gives Dave. My
0: inspirational speech.
1: Yeah. So they're heading over. They're being told, you know, you guys are gonna dig dig this grave because they don't want you know the flies coming around because they also right. hate bugs just like us. Right. Summer months awful. The bugs that come out even who, worse. Who likes bugs. I don't know frogs. Frogs definitely like bugs. Bats uh, like bugs. Uh, Possums? I think they like bugs.
0: Uh, I guess a lot of people like bugs.
1: I mean, they're not people, but they're wonderful. They're people. Yeah, I think they're people. If corporations are people, then... Kids are people, too. Kids are people, too.
0: Great kid show from my youth.
1: <laughs> so MacGyver, of course, he's always assessing every situation. You know, he's always. like a robot. Yeah. So he looks and sees that there just happens to be a little fire truck in the garage. And he's, like, wondering, I wonder if that works. And Kelly,
0: I think Kelly was there. Somebody said, yes, it does work. It
1: was later on. They go out to the okay. shed, and he learns more. But so
0: Dave's like, let me tell you my life story. I was a pilot in Nam. Um, I got shot down. I was a prisoner of war. Yeah. I was made to dig all my friends'
1: graves. Yes. And then I was made to dig my own grave. yeah. Any day now, I was just whispering, just asking, begging the gods for death. I was living in hell, and they would put a gun to the back of my head, and they would pull the trigger, and I would hear the click, but the relief would never come. They would laugh at me while I pissed Turn myself. around
0: is fair play. He was doing that to a guy in the canon episode. Interesting. One one turn deserves another. Right. Whatever that phrase is.
1: I think that was it. Okay. I think you nailed it.
0: So was like, yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm thinking about a plan to get us out of here. Right. So he's just like checking everything out. While they're doing that, Turk walks in, and they're counting the
1: money. Yeah. They're, they're grabbing ba- the cakes. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Kelly's they're drinking,
0: up. They're drinking the decaf.
1: They're drinking the decaf. They're dr- drinking the Budweiser decafs, which I didn't know they had a decaffeinated version of the Buds. You got the Bud Lights, the Bud Heavies, and the Bud Decaf. Oh, that's cool. But, yeah, Kelly was up like dusting the RC plane because that won't come into play later. Not at all. Uh, and that's when Turk sees his opportunity because you see a cake just hanging there at, you know, like eye you level. got to honk it at least. You, yeah, you got to goose it. Right. got to get in there. And th- again, the friction. Yeah, you me- got ice man it. You got to ice man that. <laughs> 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 that did not come up, but it was funny for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> he tried to click I his mouth,
0: teeth. bite biting an ass like uh, Ice Man would do. Taking a nice was that what he was it. trying to do? You trying to let Maverick know he'll bite his ass? I think
1: it was like, let me. No,
0: that sounds too gay. No way. Top Gun. Strange oh no, it was,
1: no, you're thinking of it wrong. You mm-hmm. got your mind in the gutter. He was motivating him. Oh, okay. yeah, like the alligator. I'm chomping at. Next you. time,
0: do that to your girlfriend. There we go. There you go. So yeah, and then uh, Buddy don't like that. Buddy doesn't because he's got dips. He, he did call dibs. I'll he, give him that. He right.
1: said, dibs on that broad. Right. And so there's tension. Uh, exactly. And he's like, I will be taking the lady into the back. I will talk to her. I will undress her. Kelly, of course, has to speak up for herself because no one else there is going to do it for her. And she just tells him, uh, I'll do my own talking and nobody's taking this shirt off. And does a couple Z-snaps. And, again, Mac has to show some class. Show some class. And not touch the ass. Mac, yeah. He says, everybody, she is a woman. Stop uh, objectifying her. Let's all show a little class here and get this robbery over with, with no more death.
0: And before anything else can happen, we get a call in from a radio pilot. He's like, I got got some engine trouble.
1: I got to land. I got to land. Kelly immediately jumps into, like, response mode, talking like, you know, everything's fine. She's
0: a pro. She's just going back in as she always does.
1: Right. And Terry has to call out, like, but you did it all wrong. You made it seem like something was happening. Now you have to tell them to land, and we'll have to figure out what to do with this pilot. Right. So now they have to figure out what are they going to do with this pilot?
0: Well, they figure we have to fix this fucking
1: plane now. Now we're going to have to figure out some way to fix the plane. And
0: Mac's like, well, let me see if there's any spare
1: parts. Yeah, he immediately comes out. Sounds like the control panel. I'll go ahead and rig us up a lever that can replace the other lever. These guys, they don't understand planes at all. Even Buddy, who's a pilot, has no (laughs) clue.
0: Sounds like the flux capacitators on the fritz.
1: Yeah. And be, but because MacGyver and his thermite uh, uh, torch, everybody bought him. Right. He I sold, would. yeah, exactly. He sold his intelligence perfectly, so everyone's buying into him. And Terry's just like, MacGyver, you've impressed me again. Please, Turk, take him out to the hangar, and help MacGyver find whatever he needs.
0: So, Bud's so pissed off. He's having a few buds, decaf. Yeah. But they can still impair your judgment. Exactly. And Terry's like, "Hey, whoa, 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 on those! You got to fly, buddy. I just need to take care of (laughs) MacGyver."
1: He called him MacGyver. Yeah. So Kelly escorts MacGyver out to the to the shed with Turk. With with Turk, you know, he's got to watch over them. Drinking his, you know, he's also drinking the bud decaf's. And Kelly's just like, "Hey, I." There is no such thing as a passporter. That's not a thing, MacGyver. I know. I was tricking them. I'm going to go ahead and think of a plan to get us out of here.
0: While I'm talking to you, did you ever know the tragic backstory of Dave that he, don't want, he wants no one to know about, but he told me, he's a total stranger? I'm going to tell you all the dirt about his life. <coughs> he's like, do tell. Yeah. And he he embellishes, he makes some shit up. He's like, yeah, man, he stuck a fucking bamboo thing up his
1: ass. Right. And he's just like, what are you doing, MacGyver? It's this guy's private hell. I know. Dave never told me about any of that. Well, what kind of friend are you if Dave's not willing to share his deepest, darkest secrets? Dave's not here, man. Dave's not?
0: Mentally, he's not here.
1: What about this fire truck? Let me change (laughs) subjects real quick. What's the deal with this fire truck? It works. Great. So
0: then he's like, it's another idea.
1: Well, we got (laughs) to even out the the numbers here. So he's
0: like, I got to get rid of this Turk guy. So he picks up what looks to me like a flux capacitor.
1: Yeah, exactly. And even like Turk's like, what's that? Is that the flux capacitor you've been telling us about? No,
0: this is a lateral cranial impact enhancer.
1: Please say it like MacGyver said it. Lateral cranial impact enhancer. Still way too fast. You got the emotion right, but you still just said it way too fast. (laughs) You got to think about every word as you say.
0: Literal. Like- cranial, impact, An answer. What's that? Boink. Knocks out Turk. Yep. Goes down like a sack of potatoes. And he's like, act two, act two. And he comes up with a new plan. He grabs some starting fluid. He's like, you ever want to blow up the World Trade Center? Because I fantasize about that all the time. And this is how I would do it. And I think this episode, thanks, Griff, this episode inspired 9-11. He's like, fertilizer, do you have any? Yes. Well,
1: yeah, of course. Every hanger has fertilizer. <laughs> he looks out the window, and there's a freshly groomed garden. He's like, is that, did you, did you use fertilizer in that garden? I know you're a good gardener. I know you of use fertilizer. Of course I use
0: fertilizer.
1: Uh, yeah, it's right over here. Great. There's chemicals in fertilizers. And they'll fuse up with this starting fluid right here because the ether in there. And right. if we put these together with a little bit of cotton and there just happens to be a ripped up chair.
0: Well, was it cotton? I thought it was insulation.
1: Insula- Why would there be insulation in a chair?
0: I, wouldn't, I, didn't, think, I didn't see the chair. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just cotton because it was just like no, a chair. Fine. Okay. So he rips that out and he finds some old newspapers, nice tape, you know, gorilla tape. And he's just combining them all, explaining the whole idea of just yeah, you know it's these like a Gilligan's
0: of... Island bomb he makes. Too bad yeah. there are no coconuts around,
1: right? And he's he's always he's like those... this is all you you can roll a joint this way too. This is <laughs> and then uh yeah he makes these little bombs right. Here's what I'm gonna do. You're gonna go inside. You're gonna tell them I'm almost done. And when I when you hear the signal, you get uh. You get Tennyson, and you get Dave, and you guys come running back out here. We're going to jump in the fire truck. We're going to take off. Perfect plan. Perfect plan. So sure enough, he throws a bomb, quote-unquote bomb, out yeah. by their car or something. Yeah. It's basically like a sad little firecracker. It the shit
0: out of my dog. but yeah, it, did? it did? It would, but it wouldn't. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: it's terrible it season. Wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything else. Yeah, exactly.
0: But Buddy, he, much like a dog, he's got a name like a dog, Buddy. Exactly. So he's like, oh, 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 what's
1: going on here? The whole B team, they go fucking running for it. They're very hesitant here. Jumps
0: on his dirt bike. Why does he have a dirt bike all of a well, sudden? Well, they haven't
1: I mean, made it. Well, I, mean, oh, I they, guess they came to the place. I
0: guess they had to yeah. come to the way somehow.
1: They come outside. They look at the bomb, and everybody escapes into the fire truck, and they take off. Buddy jumps on his uh, dirt bike. He's getting ready to uh, rush after them. He's the first one in action here. Uh, But MacGyver, he's got that fire hose, so he fucking right. just hoses them down. Right. That's a
0: hoser. Yeah. And they take off. They're being followed by Terry and Elias in, a, like, a Buick. And then fucking Dave's just dead
1: weight. He's like, MacGyver, what are we going to do? He, they're trying to light a bomb because MacGyver, you know, he's like, I can, I can hit them with this. It'll throw them off the road and everything. At this point we're here like Dave can't get the lighter to go. MacGyver, I can't do it. MacGyver, please do it for me, MacGyver. Seven like PTSD over fucking lighting something. Yeah. Uh, they finally get it done. Uh, get the get the bomb lit. They toss it. It fucking blows the car off the road. It like blew a tire or something they Go right. flying off the road. So it's looking like the fire truck's ready to go. Until Buddy shows up. Buddy on his dirt bike has showed up and he goes all the way around the truck and you know, Dave confused. What is he trying to do? He's try, he's Dave's gonna, not there. He's Dave's not there. in his own world. So Buddy turns around, drives straight at the fire truck, and blows out a tire. Yeah, he shoots a tire out. They run off the road. They fall over. No one's harmed in this. Kelly <laughs> is thrown apparently somewhere and right into Buddy's arms because McGyver's getting another bomb ready. And uh, you just hear Buddy, not so fast, MacGyver, unless you want this pretty little girl's head blown everywhere.
0: And now Turk is woken up. He's pissed off about that fucking cranial impact enhancer. That's right. Lateral. He got hit laterally with it. That's the worst way to get hit. Exactly. So he's ready to kill MacGyver, but Bud's like, that's my fucking prey. And they're just as they're about to go at it, that charter plane that got called in finally
1: lands. Yeah, we're back inside the diner now. And Mac, of course, is just oh boy, stop fighting over. It. He's always got to cut the tension with a nice little zinger. He does it well. Yeah.
0: Terry comes out. He's like, goes to Dave. Don't you fucking
1: tell these guys what's going on, or I'll kill Kelly. Right. You sell this shit. And Terry goes out. Even though he's wearing a suit, Terry talks like he's some kind of southern yokel. I can't wait to get down there to get to that fishing hole. I'm so excited to cast my... R-. And the He's pilot, overselling it. Yeah. He really is. And the pilot's like, yeah, I just got to repair the propeller. And we'll get you to your yeah, fish. Yeah, yeah, he's like, we'll, it'll get done when it gets done. Yeah. And he just freaks, pulls a gun out. It's going to get done immediately. I don't understand why you oversold. Like, what was the point of all this? Just come out with a gun. Because
0: I think originally... Well, no. I mean, originally, the less people know what's going on, the better. So if you got on the plane, okay. you know, and then you can just leave those guys behind. And this guy has no, has no idea. He
1: thinks you're legit. Uh, well, Buddy was supposed like- to replace him anyways. They were going to... Oh, they were supposed to get a different plane, though. And then yeah. they ended up having to deal with this extra pilot. Yeah, okay. It all makes sense.
0: I think Terry believes in the, the sanctity of life. And he doesn't want to take any so He doesn't have to. You're right. He's pro-life. So, uh, so, Elias is like, let's just tie these fuckers up, and then i uh, maybe Turks. But no, Buddy's like, I got a better idea. Yeah, it was let's buddy. put Kelly and
1: MacGyver in yeah. this freezer. Exactly. He's like, she's been putting my boner on ice all day. I'm gonna put her whole body on ice. But if you tell me, I'll
0: tell you what, little lady. If you make me feel good, I'll let you. I'll. I won't put you in there. She's like, "Fuck you, you creep!" So he throws her in there with MacGyver. Yep. And they just use a little tip of a spoon. Yep. uh,
1: Doesn't even you don't even see half the spoon go through or something. No, it's it's like because it would Yeah, exactly. And it just it's just like resting on the door jam, and they're like, "Yep, yeah, it's like levitating." I don't know why. like,
0: Like, is there like a pointy thing at the end? Why would none of it would go in? So
1: they're in there. We follow them. Um, There's a lot
0: of spatial issues with this scene,
1: I yeah. want to point out. Oh, 100%. Oh. So Mac immediately, he's always wearing that leather jacket. So he takes it off and gives it to uh, Kelly because it's cold in there. Uh, and I, you I, noticed
0: I, it. I, besides Indiana Jones, I hate a guy in a brown leather jacket. You do? Yeah, I don't like
1: it. cool. It's, it's got to be okay. black. Okay. Well, MacGyver's his own man, so he's willing to, oh, well, he's to interrupt. Kind of a you man, know. but you know, we'll let it <laughs> So, in order to keep himself warm, he does do his top button, and that'll do it. Well, he's
0: he's going to a full cholo.
1: Yeah, he's just like he starts telling some good, uh, you know, jokes about being cold, being locked into a freezer, and everything, and it's keeping Kelly warm. She's having he's a like, good
0: time. Like like he said, he's not only a a problem solver he's an emotional problem solver he's like tell me about your
1: life yeah let's have a little therapy session here while i'm getting us have out you always wasted
0: your life living in this shithole well i did live in chicago for a few years i was married really yeah we we six the first six months was great after right. that
1: it went all the hell two and a half years of bullshit right oh you didn't have any kids with this man no, MacGyver, you shouldn't have kids when you're just two strangers existing well, we together. You don't
0: want to ruin that body. So I think right on.
1: Yeah. Uh, MacGyver, hey, t- that line did surprise me. I didn't think MacGyver was that type of guy, but <laughs> there he is. He is that type of my guy. My, yeah. my guy He's or, like, I'm feeling warm
0: for your form. That's right. But I got to get his out first. So, oh, great. We're in a fucking deep freezer because we know this because there's a side of beef, Rocky style. He has to punch it, of course, and he 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 starts devising the plan. Like you said, he rips off one of the meat hooks and take and then undoes it somehow. Super thick ends on this meat hook, but somehow he fits in these tiny little slots, groove of the fucking screws on
1: the doorknob. Yeah unscrews them at one point there's two screws and then when he's pulling it off there's suddenly three screws on it <laughs> there's a lot of continuity problems and then he
0: notices the light i don't yeah yes i understand lights get hot not in a freezer yeah. the light would not be hot he's like ah, he sells it really good he, ooh, did. Ooh, he did and he's like i got a plan you know besides my dick the thing that expands <laughs> water it's the only thing my dick and water are the only thing that expands in cold that's how that's how manly i am i get boners when it's cold I shrinkage i don't know what that means so
1: let, let's see macgyver walks into he gets locked in his freezer he immediately sees the doorknob he's like this doorknob doesn't make any sense let's remove it there is a giant chunk of beef hanging and he doesn't go full rocky on it he sees one of the meat hooks rips it down and uses that as a screwdriver yeah i then, said all this griff why yeah, are we doing it again <laughs> because i want to go through macgyver vision okay. And then he sees the light bulb, and he's like, I need to somehow make a track, a gutter from here down into the doorknob, and I need to make something for the water to go into the doorknob. Well, he, so he- breaks
0: off an ice cube somewhere.
1: Yeah. And then, like you said, that boiling hot
0: fucking light bulb. It's probably 60 fucking watts. Yes. And it's just Burning hot like the sun, and it burns just
1: that drip by drip. <laughs> by... It
0: probably... Literally, this would have taken hours for this to work. I think plan. his
1: hands would have frozen; like it would have been horrible on his hands. But I think his body warmth alone would have done it. Right? <laughs> it would have done it
0: better than sixty watt light bulb. I mean, the light bulb might have helped
1: a you little wait, here,
0: bit. here suck on this, and then it... she could just spit in the fucking <laughs> like you know, <laughs> the
1: fucking the door journet, yeah. 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 It'd be quicker too. So I made I was I was talk about having a bad week this week. A couple of weeks ago, terrible day. I, I was just all kinds of grump. And Kayla's like, What what are we gonna do to get you out of this grump? And I said, You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna watch fucking MacGyver. Sure as shit. Got me out of my bad mood. But she was like, What is this? This is bullshit. This part doesn't She did not like this it MacGyver was, rig at it was all. It's all bullshit. This was 100% bullshit. I agree. Uh-huh. So MacGyver writers shouldn't have phoned this one in.
0: Yeah, and if it if was going to work, it would take literally hours for it to work. That's exactly what Because she it said. has to refreeze. Yeah, exactly. And somehow it's freezing on the outside. We're right. in the desert. Why? How is. He? But it works. It freezes the lock mechanism, so then he gets a, like a piece of
1: cardboard and he, wads it up, puts it in the fucking Yeah, hole, he did that initially.
0: And then he gets a side of beef and slams it into the door?
1: He just It just took one slam. Ah. He could just feel the door frosting up and knew it was time to hit it with beef. So... <laughs> He's <laughs> now so, I'm gonna hit you with some beef. So he runs outside. He sees that they've they fucked up the ham radio, so they can't call for any more help. They're packing up. They're getting ready to you know escape on the plane. And okay. MacGyver, we're gonna
0: learn. He's got a Sedarian idea.
1: Yeah, he's got a Sedarian idea, and he's like, I can't let these guys get away. They kill the man, and MacGyver doesn't let anybody get away with murder. So even murder. even if everyone else goes unharmed, even, even if, if they, even if they ask for it, yeah. Even mm-hmm. if they asked for it. But everybody was like, hey, no harm, no foul. It's not our money, whatever. We'll live to see another date. Of course, was Dave's philosophy on the whole thing. <laughs> um, but no, MacGyver does not let any murder go. So he starts thinking, I saw this movie once. Hard Ticket to White? T- Greatest character, Shades in it. Greatest uh, character of all time.
0: You, what, you imagine what MacGyver could do with a blow-up doll, a frisbee with razor blades...
1: I'm saying it right now, Andy. And Sedaris, a ham sandwich? He could really. Sedaris you know. wanted to be a MacGyver writer because he has MacGyver contraptions all over his movies. For all we know,
0: he probably directed an ep- He probably directed this episode. He's he like, must. guys, I got a great idea. I bet this was it. It wasn't even in the script. Yeah. And he's like, R.C. Plain. Have you ever thought about that?
1: It's mind blowing. Not to us because we see so many Sedaris movies, but right. to the MacGyver audience who doesn't watch Sedaris, this is mind blowing. <laughs> is that, uh, that plane work there yeah what are you thinking somehow he's got all of his bombs back he finds some tape <laughs> yeah. he finds yeah, I don't know how he finds the olive oil and then he <laughs> it, olive oil. it was olive oil yeah i know what do you coat? what why do you
0: what do you use the olive oil for so I know I remember the scene. where They actually zero in on olive oil, but and was there was it, matches was?
1: next to it too, just oh, for fun too. Oh, okay. But yeah, he uses the olive oil. He takes the plane out, the RC plane out. There's like some brush over by, you know, by the runway. So he takes it over there. He's hiding in the brush. He tapes up the plane, uh, or the bomb onto the plane, and then he douses it in olive oil, and then he lights it on fire. I don't know if olive olive oil is flammable. I've I, never tested it. I don't know either. But in the MacGyver universe, it is flammable. I didn't even
0: notice he did that. I thought he just lit like he had a fuse to one of his bombs and he lit it.
1: Yeah. He he soaked it in olive oil for some reason. Okay. So anyways, the the B team, they're heading back inside. They're they're getting ready to finish off, you know, the the good people. Uh, When they start hearing the plane, Tennyson's, you know, putting up a fight. He's like, look, you can't just walk away. If you're going to kill us because you're going to kill us, do it while I'm staring you in the eye. Fucking end me now. And it's getting tense. And Buddy's like, all right, I'll kill you right here right now. No big deal. I'll finish you off. Then you're... Is there an Andy Sedaris movie Zero. being shot nearby? Is
0: your vibrator turned on? What's going on with this noise? What's
1: going on?
0: And then it just lands right next to the real plane.
1: Oh, my God. That's near the real plane. It might blow up the rudder. And then we get a nice little popcorn fart. Yeah. Beep. Everybody in the B team freaking the fuck out. We should just jump in the plane and leave right now. MacGyver's got us beat. He's got... RC planes and bombs. What are we gonna do? Olive oil. I smell a hint of olive oil. At this point,
0: what happened to Elias Turk? They just disappeared from this episode.
1: Uh, that's a good episode. Because good
0: question. Terry and Buddy just jump in the plane. They're gonna leave those guys.
1: No, I don't think they even have the money. No, we see them here. They run and they're like, "We need." It. We go to a commercial break and we come back and everybody's like. Uh, The good people are, like, hiding inside of the restaurant now, and they're devising their little plan. Meanwhile, the bad team is standing around the plane, like, we gotta get MacGyver. And so, this is where we get into the third act here. Oh, I totally forgot these scenes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're getting into the third act here, because they were like, let's jump in the plane. We can't, with MacGyver on the loose... He'll fuck up the plane as we're trying to take off. If the plane will go so fast on the runway. It's no big deal. Walt has fixed the plane at this point, by the way. So yes. they're all set to take off, potentially. They have the money they're loaded all, up.
0: He's almost an evil MacGyver. Almost, that plane. yeah.
1: And they have all the money loaded up and everything. So they're all okay. set to go. Like, no, we got to stop MacGyver. So we watch Turk and Elias. They're like, I think I know where he's at. And Turk, we follow him. He has to check by the truck. And as he's walking by the truck, suddenly gets lassoed. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why MacGyver chose to use a lasso, but he just knew he wanted a snare. There should have been a voiceover. You know, my dad used to take me and catch rabbits in the wild. You know, something like that. His dad was Matthew
0: from Maniac Killer? Goddamn right he was. So he's like, and he just whips. And of course, when you're We've learned when you get stabbed, you make a noise, no noise. When you get lassoed around the legs, you cannot
1: make a noise. Right. So Turk does not scream. He does stuff a bandana in his mouth. Well, Turk was wearing the bandana to Uh. control his rock star hair. (laughs) So he he fucking stubbed it in his mouth. And this is where we see, like, a goddamn cartoon. Our four other characters slowly, like, pop up behind a toolbox. They're all hiding in the same spot. And they're, you know, they're discussing to themselves. There's no way because Bud came really close. They heard his tuneless whistling. Yes, he was getting closer and closer to them. And then Elias calls out, "Hey, Turk went over by the truck, and he's gone now." That's some good tuneless whistling, Murray. And so now we've got a discussion between our crew, and they're like, "We gotta help out. Somebody's gotta
0: risk their life. How about you?" Pussy Dave.
1: Tennyson's so yeah. artfully doing this, trying to yeah. guilt Dave into overcoming his fear. Guilt. Yeah. He's trying to encourage him. He's
0: like, are you going to be a man or a mouse? Do you want to actually have sex with a woman once in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Be a man,
1: you fucking maggot. This is the kind of, to work into the crossroads scene, this is one of those crossroads where somebody who has certain abilities could put life, you know, grab life by the horns and really save the day or you'll live to regret it. And Dave is just in tears. I can't fly anymore. I can't do Well, MacGyver's not going to be able to last that long out there. And I believe Dave swallows his pride, and we see him run off somewhere. He runs off. We assume he's probably going to go cry, but maybe he's actually going to do something. I I think he's going to do, like, some –
0: since we're in the desert and we're, like, at an airport, I think he's going to devise some kind of pincer move. A very uh Conair type
1: thing. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good idea. That's what he's thinking. Like find some kind of underpass with two overpasses or some like kind hills of beside a aisle it. way you can trap your guys very easily. In. That's yeah. smart. So now we see Buddy and Elias, they're like, Oh, what happened to Turk? He's just gone all of a sudden. Let's split up again. And you, you go over by that creaky fence over there. So Elias goes, checks the creaky fence. And, and it, the hinges creak. And he's like, Turk, is that you? No. I don't know where MacGyver was because. This was levitating. <laughs> he had to be levitating. He goes crashing down on Elias. And that's just enough. He bulldogged him right into the fucking ground. Yeah. Elias is out. All right. Turk and Elias out. And so MacGyver runs over. Apparently, he sees Dave or hears Dave babbling yeah, by the he, he's helicopter. He's standing by chopper, just
0: crying. And he's like, because Dave's like, why don't we just get the fuck out of here? I don't give a fuck about this money. Let's let them leave. That's it. They killed a guy that matters. Right. So Mac- MacGyver's like, look, I'll show you what a real man can do. Because at this point, Terry and Buddy are just in the plane. They're taking off. They're like. Let's just go have and get the fuck out of here. That's exactly what he said on network TV. Exactly. <laughs> so Macgyver jumps on the tail of the plane and starts fucking with the rudder. Yeah. And they're like, "We can't fly. He's fucking their
1: thing up." I can't get a lift off if he's fucking with my controls. Shoot the guy. So we learn Terry is a terrible he's shot. He's just the brains of the operation. Yeah. He can't shoot he put together an expert group and his job was just putting the plan together it's not shooting because he is 18 feet away from macgyver and cannot There's hit him
0: 20 minutes of this episode devoted just macgyver fucking with the rudder at this point plane, and the
1: plane doing circles is doing donuts and Excuse then me.
0: finally dave nuts up and this is his
1: big move he just lands out the chopper in front of the plane <laughs> well come on he did some good maneuvers because Terry is so focused on shooting MacGyver that he falls out of the plane. Yeah. He stands up. He's got his, you know, he was his- so
0: great. If he had just hit uh, Terry with the back rotor and just blood they have blood you don't have to see him getting chopped up this blood splatter on buddy's windshield
1: yeah that would have been good and then buddy can't take off because it's full of blood <laughs> the <laughs>
0: and then meat and shits macgyver understand
1: like does like yeah. a little uh exposition on how when a human gets chopped in half by a rudder it flings blood at a velocity that can coat a windshield yeah. like this was his plan the whole time i would have loved that but no Dave comes over, Terry's on the ground trying to get a shot on MacGyver, and Dave bumps him with the landing gear, or whatever you call it on a helicopter, the landing legs, the legs, the legs of a helicopter. The landing
0: legs, that's the term.
1: And so now Buddy, he's getting out of the plane to fight MacGyver. MacGyver's winning, so Buddy pulls out a knife. He has his gun thrown out of his hand. MacGyver takes the gun and very much like a wrestler, he doesn't know exactly what to do with it. So he bops him on the head. Well, because
0: he's not going to kill. You just he, yeah, it's true. Kill. He's not
1: going to kill. And um, yeah, MacGyver saved the day. He tells Dave, you're finally a hero. Your PTSD is over. No more babbling. No more crying. No more Brooks. You're a man. Get, you get over it. Get over it. All right. And Tennyson comes over. He gets to cart off Buddy and shoot him and bury him somewhere or something. <laughs> who knows what he's gonna do? Because that guy was yeah. Who knows what fucking illegal shit they're up to
0: out here? They're probably a big cocaine, by cocaine dealers come into their airport. They're all probably the time. letting
1: mules in with kids and everything. You know, <laughs> just
0: like covering shit up. Exactly.
1: We who knows know. what kind of horrible affair this is? and Kelly comes over she gets you know she's like oh my god everything's coming true she's swooning at MacGyver and MacGyver leaves her with like a weird line because it was supposed to be like endearing but he tells her be careful of what you wish for it might just come yeah, true it came
0: out very menacing I guess when you say
1: it in a monotone like yeah
0: Corey Dean Anderson says
1: <laughs> so this, this ending's kind of weird because it's like now you now Dave is a human you have to you're dating him like, yeah. it, it's real. Well, she, yeah. Is this really what you wanted, or do you want me, MacGyver? Well, of course you want some MacGyver, but he didn't have time for sex. Look at his hair. Terry, not Terry Gordy, Tom Pritchard. Yeah, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Dr. Tom, just playing with his hair. All right, that was MacGyver. There have it,
0: MacGyver. Tippy-tap number one of this month. Griff's keeping his tippy tap close to his chest, even I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do outside of next week. Yeah. So, everybody, keep listening to Grifmas in July. And I get to fucking finish this episode because that piece of shit finished uh, Forced to Kill the other day. So, I know this is what y'all have been waiting to hear. Keep it warm.